Hello, everyone. Hello, Sean. How are y'all doing today? Hey, guys. Hey, Chris. Welcome to This Podcast Does Not Have a Name, episode 42 for August 10th, 2022. Uh, glad to see you're all here. Chris, we, we usually open up with what we're up to, but uh, yeah, you can you finally got your affiliates. I've been kind of pushing that for you for a while, so I'm kind of glad it kind of fell into place with you. That's yeah. pretty exciting. It happened. That's it. I yeah, you know, I don't yeah. care if it happened or not. <laughs> well, you still took the opportunity, so that's good. Yeah, but you know, whatever. <laughs> so we streamed for so long, it doesn't really matter if I got it or not. You know, if it happened, it happened. So Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna enjoy those uh payouts you're gonna get every three months now or <laughs> so even more. Three months? Well, I, I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> poking fun at you. But yeah. Well, you get it every month, but uh, you need to make at least US $100 before Twitch gives you a payout. Yeah. But it accumulates. So if you get 50 this month and 50 next month, then you'll get the second month, for example. Yeah, whatever. Mm -hmm. Don't matter. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I was just—it's not about the money either. It's just I was—I was just poking a little fun. But yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. They have some uh, stuff there, like as you know, emotes and channel points that you don't usually get unless if you are affiliate. Like if you're if you're just like if you don't accept the affiliate program, then you don't get access to those features. But those are some of the best features on Twitch, honestly, to have. So yeah, finally glad you uh, you got them. Yeah, so I'm just gonna spend some time design some emotes. And see which ones get accepted or not. So now you've had to resubmit a couple of emotes because of stupid reasons. Well, yes, yes, I'm not, they you're were not stupid. Wrong, but but my emotes were very. Uh, I can see why they they said what they did though. Like I I agree they they were stupid reasons, but mine were like more borderline like. Maybe this this shouldn't be an emote, <laughs> but they took some things the wrong way out of the emotes. So I'm but sure, we fixed them. I'm sure there's worse emotes out there they allow on other streamers. Yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah. All all the emotes is is you know officially Twitch already has a Craigrasm emote. So basically, I made one out of Earth for uh, Final Fantasy VII, and uh, she had some sweat on her face. I think like three sweat drops. They weren't even colored in. They're just like barely like outlined in black. That's what the artist did. And yeah, Twitch didn't think those were sweat drops. That's so we had to contact the artist and have them edited out. Yeah. So, so yeah, stupid. But it is what it is. I it didn't really bother me. It was a quick fix. So yeah. Uh, what else have you been up to this week? Almost nothing. Like, I really haven't done much of anything. I watched a bit more Fish of the North Star and got to that one arc and they actually went through and killed off that character i'm surprised that they did not pussy out and not kill him off and i'm started the i guess next kind of arc or next fight but i don't know if this one will be a good one we'll see we'll see how it goes i'm like halfway through the series it's like 150 episode series i didn't think it was gonna be that long Sorry, how long was it? About 150 episodes. Okay. So I'm like at hmm. 
episode 70 or 80, something like that. So you're halfway there. Yeah, and then I could go on to the next Fist of the North Star series after that. Oh, there's another one. I didn't, excuse me, I didn't realize there was another Fist of the North Star series. I thought there was only the one with Kenshiro. Well, there's the original, then there's one about his brother Rao, or Ken O. I think that's more of an OVA series, I don't remember. And then there was Regeneration, no, what was it called? One that took place more in modern time, or China, I don't remember what that one was called. Yeah. That one was okay, I guess. It wasn't great. <laughs> uh, I've never heard of these other series. I've only heard the... I know the original, that's it. So that's, this is news to me. There wasn't been much in terms, at least for the anime, for adaptations. Because I don't think they've ever redone Fist of the North Star. So there's only been like a couple other spin-offs, and that's it. So for a series that's been around for as long as it has been, I'm surprised they haven't tried to reboot it from the ground up right so maybe just think it's not worth it or that people forgot about ken <laughs> i think they should bring it back brand new I series and show like before like what the apocalypse what it was like before the apocalypse and then jump into the future because they only show you a little bit of what life was like before the apocalypse I still don't know which, like, because I, I, I haven't seen it since we started watching JoJo, but I still don't know which meme that shows from the whole, da, 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 the fist. I don't know if that's JoJo or Fist the North Star, because, yeah, I haven't seen that meme since we started uh, season one of JoJo. It so. depends on what sound they are making when they are doing that. Is it a yo, 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 or is it a ah, da, 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 da? I you cut out the second time. I saw your. I think yeah, it's sure. Uh, of course that happened. Yeah. Like, does it sound like more like Bruce Lee? <laughs> uh, I I don't I I don't think it was yada 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 from uh, what's his name the the stand uh, then Star was, Platinum. Then it's I, probably Fist of the North Star. If it looks yeah, like an old probably. animation, but yeah. <laughs> Fist of the North Star, I think, started it. It sounds like they both have a scene or two from, well, not from the meme, but like kind of, you know, like the same thing. Like people are like punching something really quickly to prevent them uh, getting crushed by something else. So, yes, I'm sure that JoJo took that from Fist of the North Star. Fair enough. Probably, I think most anime that do that now are referencing Fist of the North Star or, or referencing now JoJo who's referencing Fist of the North Star. Speaking <laughs> of, really quick, I, you just triggered my memory. Did you ever buy that JoJo fighting game, the remastered with the new characters? Not the remastered version, but I've got the original. Okay. What is... Is that out? The remastered version? I think it is. That's so strange it dropped without any, like... I, I had no inclination to drop at all. I just remembered about it now. Yeah, I think... Pretty sure it's out now, but I don't remember. I remember people asking if it was going to be a rollback netcode, and I don't think that was answered with a yes, unfortunately. Okay, hang on. It's not out yet. It's coming out next month, September 2nd. Yeah. It's uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R. All-Star Battle R. Wish Is R. that how they say it? I don't know. I wish okay. R stood for rollback, but it's more likely remaster. Remaster, yeah. Because it needs better internet. 
like a, a bunch of other games. Evil's on this week. If you didn't know, Evil's been going on on Twitch all week, or for the last all few week. days. I think it is done today or done yesterday. Uh, the main tournament got done on Sunday. Not yet. Yeah, I I watched. Was Evil it on this Sunday? Because I don't remember what day yeah. I was last watching. Yeah, it was uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday on the weekend. Okay, I yeah. must have thought Sunday was the other day because my schedule's fucked up. So, no worries. Uh, yeah, I watched some Evo. Um, I, I told you, I think, uh, on the weekend, that you asked if I wanted. Oh, to play right, some TV. I said, I said, I, I kind of want to watch Evo. Yeah, yeah. That was, I mean, Street Fighter. That was the one I was looking forward to most, so that's what I ended up watching. But yeah, the other fighting games for the top eight don't really tickle my fancy as much, if at all. Tekken was okay, but uh, there's, I think, that anime fighting game, what's it called? Uh, I don't remember now. There's a couple of them. Didn't Persona? Really... Dragon Ball? No, not Dragon Ball. Um, not Blaze Blue. I don't remember what they're called, but yeah, I... I... I tried watching some of them in the past. I just, I'm like, eh, like for, for I can't tell you a reason, and it's not because it's anime because we watch anime. So, I, I just said anime to kind of you know distinct it from the other ones, but uh, I can't tell you why. I just wasn't interested. Like I, I watched it off and on, but I was like, this is not as interesting to me. I don't know. Maybe it's because I I am a Street Fighter player, so I understand the mechanics. Maybe that's why. And I have played Dragon Ball Fighters, so uh, I understand those mechanics. Maybe that's why, because I'm just like watching a fighting game. Like I don't know the mechanics of this game, so I don't know what they're actually doing. But watching the fighting games, I understand. Like okay, I actually know what they're doing and the decisions they're actually making. So it makes a lot more sense to me. I think that's probably why. But yeah, they they announced rollback uh, uh, netcode is coming to Dragon Ball Fighters at the very end. The producer came from Japan, and she's like, "There's a, there's a translator." She's like. Da, 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 da. And then the translator is like, I'm proud to announce, you know, we finally heard you. <laughs> and, we finally uh, heard you, and the new versions of the fighting game plus PC will get rolled back. Mm -hmm. Old consoles, fuck off. No, well, no, they didn't say that because they said there's going to be a new upgrade path for the for PS4. Well, yeah, but if, you, if you're not upgrading, then you're not getting that rollback. Yep, that's true. So basically, fuck off. <laughs> or you give us money, then you are welcome to play in the top tier <laughs> rollback netcode internet. And yeah, uh, Sam well, Show's like... also getting rollback as well. Sorry, which one? Sam Show. Never heard of it. Samurai Sh Showdown. Okay. There was a new was... one. <laughs> I don't think that was playing. I don't think that was played at Evo. I don't think I'm so, but sure they did. Wasn't. If it wasn't, they did announce it alongside Dragon Ball. At some point, that it's also getting okay. rolled back. Uh, did you check out the? I'm not. Did they do the beta test already for that Dragon Ball Survive game? I don't remember what date was supposed to be. Uh, let's do a quick Google check because I know you're. I was going to ask you about this. There's so a mental note I had. I'm like, yeah, I forgot what I... day was supposed to be out. <laughs> it's probably uh... already the eighth or ninth. I'm guessing. Yeah, that's that's what I thought, but. Uh... I don't know, like, I haven't seen anyone talking about it, so I'm like, maybe it hasn't happened yet? I don't know. Oh, in uh, Guilty Gear, they announced, they showed off, like, what, two or three new characters. And Bridget's coming back. Yeah, I saw that trailer. And they finally, I... they finally kind of confirmed, uh, I guess her, she's 
identifying as a, or she's saying that she's a girl now, because lots of people used to call her a trap, like basically a man in drag, which yeah. isn't quite what Bridget was. So they finally actually came out and said, no, she's, she's going to be, she says she is a girl, even, I guess she would be transgender, but she's identifying and saying she's a girl. So they finally announced and said that. So I've watched like a little, some video with her and I don't remember who the big guy is with the coffin. Anyway, there's like a conversation with like two other characters when they kind of announced that. Like, yay, way to go, Bridget. You okay. finally finally did that for your character. I like Bridget's character, so. Something <laughs> similar happened to Poison, if you know her yeah. and Hugo from uh, Final Fight. Because, like, Final Fight and the Street Fighter universe canonically is, like, the same universe. Oh, there's, yeah, like, they are. Game, characters appear in both of the games. Not not all characters, of course, but, like, Hagar and yeah, Hugo, since, for example. Since they're not making any more Final Fight games, they have put them somewhere. Yeah. Well... <laughs> To be fair, that was always the case since back in the day. It was since the very first final fight, they kind of officially made them part of the Street Fighter well, yeah, universe. I'm saying they're doing nothing with them, so mm-hmm. might as well put them in Street Fighter now. But yeah, <laughs> the same thing happened with Poison because originally in Japan everything was fine. It's just she's a, she's a very like like scantily clad lady, like you know, like tank top, no bra, and like just like jean shorts sort of thing, and high heels with a whip and a hat. That's like Poison's character, but. When they ported that uh, one of the final ge- final fight games to the West, they're like, "Oh, well, different cultures, right? We uh, we have to like pretend Poison's not a woman." Because I'm pretty beating, sure she was always, up. even in Japan, was considered to be half man, half like transgender. I don't. I'm I don't pretty think... certain, hundred percent. I. I, see, I didn't think so initially. Now I think, yes, I wouldn't argue now, but I think like the very, very initial release in Japan, I think she was supposed to be a woman. pretty sure she was. Okay, well, something... Like, I, I want to say... Yeah, I want to say 100% she was. It's just that what was written inside of the instruction manuals for both of them were... It was laid out differently. I think in English you're more... a. a I think it was more put forward as to what she was, whereas in Japan, I think it was more covered up, or it was, or it was the other way around. And I don't know why specifically, why they would change it for the times, because I yeah I, I don't remember anyway. I'm not I'm not saying you're wrong, but uh, from my memory, I did read that uh, she, like she was originally a woman, and then like the whole reason why this thing was a controversy with her was because. You know, Capcom was like, "Oh, we don't want to give you know parents or players the impression that you're being up a woman when you're playing as a man. So let's let's make us let's do let's just change her. Not you know, it's kind of like that's what they're pandering to. Which my my main point I was going to circle back with is good that they did this with a new character because it's for the right reasons, right? Yeah. This is like the Capcom reason, at least from my understanding. I I know you say uh, that's not correct, but from my understanding, if they changed it because of that, just because they wanted to say, oh. Well, in Japan, that's not really a big issue, but they're, you know, they didn't want, they didn't want to, like, uh, they, well, they're trying to, like, avoid, is what I'm trying to say, like, avoid, like, a big controversy with that. It's, like, that's kind of, like, for the wrong reason, you know? To, yeah, to, it's, to avoid a controversy. It could be, I don't remember. Celebrating yeah. someone. Yeah, I can't remember exactly which way it went, but I'm almost certain from the get go they were upfront about it. But I don't remember if it started in Final Fight or it, when she came over to Street. I guess it would have been Final Fight, because that's what 
she was in before. But I don't remember which way it went. I almost want to say they tried to censor here in America because of the Christian, Christian, like the uh, yeah, that whole scene. But I don't, I don't remember. Uh, I I know I heard about it and read about it before, and then I kind of forgot parts of it. So, <laughs> but yeah, Poison's but... almost the same way, and I think fine when they did the new game was it Street Fighter Four? Is that when she came back? Was it uh, three? She she became playable. In four and five, okay, yeah. four so for sure. Four is five, when she came I back. Think so. she's in, I think she's still in five. I'm pretty sure she's in five. With that, I'm glad that they did not go back and try and change what Poison is actually supposed to be. Like Poison's a cool character as well. Now I'm not so sure because they, I, I thought they changed Poison's identity. I'll put it that way a, few, a couple of times. I could be wrong, but like that's that's why I was trying to make that comparison in the first place. Like Capcom doing it versus. Was it SNK doing it for the character you're talking about in the yeah. trailer at Evo? Yeah, is that Bridget. SNK? I think it's SNK. It was for okay, Healthy yeah. Gear. Yeah, so that that's that's the whole point I was circling back to. It's like you know, this is this is it done correct. This is done incorrect. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's, but I think that's... at least for when they re-released Poison, I don't think Capcom was trying to hide it. They're like, yeah, it's Poison. You know Poison. You know what they're about. You know, like they're not hiding who's what she was they but they didn't do some announcement where poison like discovered what they wanted no. to be right they so they weren't hiding it but they weren't putting it in your face either so like a random person who never saw street fighter would see i'm not sure they, but... kinetic, kinetically what she is right now like right now i'm not actually sure i can't say it one or the other yes i i want to say they identify as female but i don't remember i don't know for sure i was like oh it's poison cool <laughs> you know he is the manager for Hugo. I'm glad to see they didn't bury that character along with a lot of others, right? Like, Hugo is one of the best characters. <laughs> you like Hugo? Hugo? Well, you mean Andre the Giant? Yes. Originally, he's supposed to be like in, in Third Strike, they, through Street Fighter 3, they um, originally, except for a couple characters like Ryu, Ken, and Chun Li, everyone else they kind of replaced on the roster. Yeah. Is that the one but... that Sean or Shane was in? The, yes, uh, Sean was the, uh, the Shoto who throws his He was basically apprentice. Guile. Was he supposed to be the Guile, or was that someone else? No, 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 no. Guile was someone else. That's Remy, you're thinking. Oh, right. yeah, I'm thinking of Remy. Sean, <laughs> Sean is the Shoto with the yellow uniform. The basketball? He's, he's Loras. Yes, with the basketball. He's Loras, Laura from Street Fighter V's yeah. brother. Yeah. Although he, he came first, but yeah. Uh, what were we talking about? I completely forget now. <laughs> We talk um, about Bridget and Poison and then we... right, right. Oh yeah, Hugo. Yeah, yeah Hugo. Hugo. So uh, they were replacing all the characters for like, okay, well, we need like a grappler. We need like you know like a, a Dal scene, and like they came up with all these archetypes. They're like, well, we we need it. We need a big Zangief. Okay, let's make a bigger Zangief. Here's Hugo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, just a dumb brute from Final Fight, which is awesome. Uh. Yeah, I'm on I'm on Poison's Wikipedia page. I don't have time to read the whole thing now, but at a glance, I don't know what she uh supposed to be right now in terms of what Capcom wants her to be. That's that's all I mean. Yeah. Yeah, here controversy from the wiki. Uh, Poison and Roxy were originally planned to be cisgender females. However, because of an issue on the idea of making female characters take part in a beat 'em up game, that was 
Uh, the developers went with the idea of making them transgender. When the game was ported onto the SNES in 1991, Poison and Roxy were replaced by two male thugs, Billy and Sid, for the American release. Hmm. So that's the whole controversy. So yeah, they were originally supposed so to be. So they did replace females, the like yeah. cisgender, like 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 uh, like born female, I should say. Yeah, and then they changed it, and then changed it yeah, again so when now... they brought it here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so now I'm not sure what she's supposed to be. They if they went back to the original design that they had in Japan, because keep in mind they only made this change in the West, right? Yeah. In Japan, she's always been like a cisgender female. So I don't know. That's that. That's what I thought. I'm not sure. I'll, I'll read into this later because it's I'm, I find it like uh, curious. But I, I don't know what she's considered now. Did they take the Eastern philosophy or the Western philosophy? Because they have to, they have to make one canon and the other is not, right? So. I think, at least in the West, most people think that uh, she's uh, transgender. I think most people here think that or outside of Japan. Don't know about in Japan, but pretty sure that's what everyone outside thinks. Okay. Yeah. Could be wrong. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, anywho, uh, what else have you been up to? Nothing. Nothing? I haven't really done anything. As much as I've been trying to get stuff done, I've also been trying to change my sleep schedule and such for reasons, so. Mm hmm I feel that. And trying to do that and change to a different amount of hours to sleep or whatever, or when you sleep, is rough. Trying to get back in that habit. So. Yeah, it's been a bit rough. Yesterday, I passed out for like four hours in the middle of the night, because I was so tired. <laughs> and that's what you're trying to avoid, right? It is, but whatever it happened, hopefully that it doesn't happen tonight. Yeah. That's about it? That's pretty much been it, yeah. Just, okay. Just playing a little bit of DVD or whatever and watching EVO. Yeah, uh, I guess I'll jump into what I was doing. But yeah, I watched EVO all three days. Not Not all day, but like, you know, I would mostly spend most of my day watching Eva. I was planning on cleaning my apartment a little bit uh, during the week, and I'm like, well, I'll just do it after this match. I'll do it after this match, and then it just it never happened. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we played some DVD together, and then yesterday we played some of the Test Realm with Wesker. Wesker from Resident Evil is a new killer, and he's getting introduced along with Ada Wong from Resident Evil 2 originally, and also from Rebecca from Resident Evil 1 originally. So... Yeah, some pretty iconic characters they're bringing to DVD, and playing as Wesker is fun to the point of, I have I have all the killers minus the two newest one because I'm waiting for the sale. But he might he might be my killer main, which I have yet to have because he's just so much fun. The meme potential is enormous with him. I love his animation. He has like he's talking, excuse me, he's talking throughout the trial pretty much. Once in a while, you'll get like a killer like. Uh, like uh art uh sorry uh what's his name uh the guy who throws his knives what's his the name artist? Uh, no, no, no artist is crow lady trickster. Trickster. trickster 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 he'll say things once in a while like if you drop a pallet on him I, I i think he's talking korean but he's going like he says like da, 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 and then on the screen says translation motherfucker or something. so technically he talks but yeah he doesn't talk very often it's not in English, but Wesker, my God, he has a lot of voice lines inside the game. Not like on the lobby, but like actually when you're playing him. So that's that's pretty fun. Um, and the whole Ouroboros thing and like him slamming survivors into Waller and then tossing them. That's 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 awesome. Like 
that that's pretty unique, honestly. And yeah, it's just it's just fun to play as him. Even if even if you're losing, you're like, well, I'm losing in style because of my shades, <laughs> you know. So yeah, I, I'm glad they have the whole shade thing from uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Three. One of his specials, they, he actually they... takes off the shades and gets power. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad they took that from Final Fantasy Seven. Final Fantasy Seven. Rude. Every time he gets that punch or is in a fight, he take his shades get broken. He pulls out a new pair and puts them on. Oh, that's what I mean. Okay, yes. Rude did it first. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't. You know what? Pa uh, his he should have a passive ability, and you shouldn't be able to flashlight blind him. Oh, right. How how is he getting flashlight blinded with shades on in the first place? Oh well, there's already a, an ability to stop him from getting blinded yeah, it'd be I've, op if he just had an ability to never get blinded ever yeah I, I'm, I'm kidding <laughs> when i say that of course for game balance reasons of course i know that but like think about it though it's like he's he literally has a perfect counter to flashlights and he's still somehow his shades are not strong enough but i mean yeah if, if you wanted to put in stuff like that then every time he faced uh leon with chris's skin he should just automatically punk chris and beat him down and win every single time Chris is in the match because Chris has lost to Wesker almost every single time they fought yep. it wasn't until he started doing steroids and I think in 6 when they finally maybe killed him maybe um I think okay I haven't played 6 yeah I, like I don't but remember I, or was I it in know, 5 I know 5 he's a, he's a final yeah. boss of the game okay yeah so I, I don't remember if he comes back in 6 or what because I'm sure he's got some clones somewhere He's got fucking children, if you does he? If you huh. believe the Netflix TV series, because that's all about oh. his kids, I think. Well, apparently that different. show sucks. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't even hear about that show until now, but yeah, that's interesting. But yeah, his power is Ouroboros, the Ouroboros virus, and he kind of uh, gets some tentacles out of his sleeve to kind of charge and do stuff like break pallets with. So that's kind of cool. He has a knife as well. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty happy with him. I I was like, I hope they keep him mostly human. And not like the monster at the end of RE5, which they did, which I'm very happy for. He's like human all the time, unless if you're currently using his powers, essentially, or breaking a pallet. So, yeah. Uh, so I did a little bit of that um, on stream since last week. We, I played uh, FNAF Help Wanted. I did almost all the levels. I got caught up on one level for like an hour and a half. I just called it. Not because I got frustrated, but because the stream went on long enough uh yeah it's it's a really hard like the rest of the game is relatively easy for me but like this one level is like very rng based and it's basically you have a flashlight but you can't leave it on for more than a few seconds you have to like keep tapping it because then the battery will like you know stabilize somewhat so first of all if you have epilepsy good luck playing this level because it's a, basically you can't see shit at all until you tap the flashlight on and off so that's and you have to like it's a very small beam there's three uh three little dolls. I know you don't know the characters, so I'm I won't say yeah. their name, but like the three little dolls like trying to kill you. And whenever they get close, like not to you, but like close to killing you, they'll like start shaking. And so you could I feel my controller shaking. I'm like, I don't know where she is, I don't know where she is. I'm trying to find it. And like you never find it in time. I got to five AM like quite a few times, but never six. So it's a little frustrating. It's it's entirely RNG, because as I said, you can't you can't turn the flashlight on, so you have to get a little lucky like trying to find them along the way. And even though I'm turning it off and on, it's still hard to see, right? Our eyes, that's not how our eyes are made. 
when we have a certain level of light, whether you're sleeping, trying to sleep in the night in darkness, or if it's like, you know, you're out walking during the afternoon with sunlight, our eyes are made to like, there's a hole in our eyes. It's made to like become bigger or smaller, depending on how much light there is. So yeah, the whole epilepsy thing, I'm like, oh man, this is like stupid for your eyes. Like this is not, this is really bad game design. They shouldn't have done it this way, but yeah, I'll, I'll be glad when I'm done the level. That's the one level out of like the 30 or so I played so far that I really did not enjoy because of both aspects, the, the epilepsy thing and the whole RNG thing. Like there's no skill involved. It's just you have to get lucky. There, There is some skill involved. There is some noise notifications, but they don't always happen. They only happen like not even half the time. So. It doesn't, doesn't sound like fun. <laughs> no, it was not fun. And it's, it's difficult too because the RNG, but yeah. Uh, so... And then I played some Final Fantasy V on stream. Um, have you played through five to completion, yes. Chris? Yes. All right. So this is this is a spoiler that happens in the middle of the game. Although Final Fantasy V is like what, almost thirty years old at this point. So this is this is this is your spoiler warning if you plan on playing Final Fantasy V and you haven't already. So skip skip a minute or two ahead here. Yeah. So you're doing okay, the so pixel the master, right? I'm doing the pixel master. So I am about to enter the forest of Moor. And that's kind of X-Death's uh, um, where, where he originally are from. Because originally, they just... I don't know... How, see, I, I I played, like, a fan translation for 5. But, like, I'm not sure what the new translation will officially be. But uh, for 500 years, they used to execute criminals near this one tree. Eventually, the tree absorbed all this evil energy and became sentient. And lo and behold, that's who X-Death is. I don't so remember he, that at all. <laughs> oh, well, that's so. This is this is the the forest of Moor in the yeah. second world, in the Galus world, is uh, where he's from. So we're, that's where we're headed because we have the <laughs> branch that lets us enter now. And I know Galuf dies mm. in this area, so I was like, I don't want to play this right now on stream. That's why I said, I said, well, I kind of know what's coming up, and this is a very big dungeon because there's fourteen or sixteen chests in here. And as you know, Chris, that's a lot of chests for a Pixar master dungeon hmm. 16 or 14 whatever it was and uh, then i'm like okay I'll, I'll i'll just chill out for a second do this at the start of the next stream so i did so that's where i am currently um i'm gonna lose galoof and we'll get uh trial yeah. in this place yeah i don't remember Caritaldo. i don't remember that at all i remember i think most of that game and then you said that i'm like are you sure that's what happened so like, yes, yeah I'm so sure. like i'm like i don't remember that at all so it's one of the parts of the game i forgot so I mean, I've only played it through once, so fair okay. enough. It's not like six where I've played through all of it, and some parts of when, you know, certain segments, I may not remember exactly when it happens, but as soon as it starts, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this. You go here, you go here, you do this. Like, I remember most of that game since I've played it through like hundreds of times, <laughs> like a lot. So, as mm -hmm. opposed to the other Final Fantasies, which are like once, maybe twice. I'm I'm in the same boat as you, but then like playing it through now, I'm like, man, I really underappreciated this game the first one or two times I played it because like everything about it is so good, and like no one really talks about it. like everyone's like I I don't blame people, but everyone talks about like six and four when it comes to the two D games. Five not so much. Yeah, I think five deserves a lot more love. Um, for several reasons. First of all, I think it has top one or two combat music. That combat theme I think is one of the best in Final Fantasy. First of all, uh, second of all, the job system. There, there was a job system in Final Fantasy three, but it was like, hey, pick your job. There, here you are. That's it. 
what, what what you have is what you have. If you're a white mage, these are your abilities. If you're a dragoon, these are your abilities. Final Fantasy V was the first in the franchise to let you mix and match. Yeah. So I can be a knight with white magic if I really want to do that. Yeah, the job systems in Final Fantasy games have... They usually do a job system in a game and then do two or three games where all your characters are set paths and then they go back to a job system. Like, was it 3, 5, 12... And two. Oh, two, I guess, yeah. Technically, because... Well, I guess, yeah, it depends on how you build your character, right? Yeah, but you're kind of almost set on a path. Otherwise, you could screw up your characters or you just spend more time grinding, right? Yeah. So what, well, I was disappointed playing 10-2, and I'm like, oh, it's, it's, it's like, you know, they call it like the, the dress or garment grid system or whatever. Mm, the dress 10 system, as well, yeah. So, well, I, oh, I, I mentioned 10 already, but it's, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, sorry. I, but no, it's, it's all right. I just but, re uh, recalled it, so. Yeah, the yeah. dress sphere system. <laughs> yeah, but like, I was a little disappointed. I'm like, wow, this is like Final Fantasy V's job system. This is awesome. But then I'm like, oh, none of the abilities, even the passives, don't transfer over to any other jobs. So yeah, it's more it's, like Final Fantasy III's job it, system it, it's that way. It's just their way to, yeah, it's more like three. It's like their way to kind of do the Final Fantasy X. We could drop in and out different classes when you need yeah. them, but you have to have, I guess you don't have to have them. They could just change uh, chest spheres on, in the battle, so... It's like they're a way of doing that, but not having it be overcomplicated, I guess. Yes. I was I was a little disappointed playing Final Fantasy X too recently, because for some reason I thought at least the passives or something transferred between classes. It's like Riku, she starts as a thief class, and one of mm -hmm. her passives makes her blindproof. I'm like, oh, let me pick this up. And then I made her become another class in the middle of a battle. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, you're blinded. What? I guess passives don't transfer yeah, over. That's not even... Not even passives like that where you can just have them be passive on your character at all times. Or even equipped a couple abilities on this specific sphere grid from another mm -hmm. one isn't in the game at all. So See, I I'm not sure if he knows, but what Final Fantasy V does is... Well, you know, like you start with the freelancer job. Mm -hmm. And that's the only class you, or job, I should say. That's the only job you have at the start of the game. It's, it's objectively the worst job because it has the worst stats, even though you can equip everything. There's no limitations on items. Mm. But eventually, as you master other jobs, not only do the passives transfer over, but the stats. So, for yeah. example, a monk has the highest strength in the game. So when you're a freelancer, it will take the highest strength, highest magic, highest agility, whatever, from all classes you have mastered. Not, not that you've played as. You have to specifically have mastered these other jobs. It will transfer them over. So, for example, ninja, you'll transfer over their, you know, whatever. The, they have, like, their stats are, are kind of, like, if you have everyone maxed out for all, all the other jobs, their stats don't matter because they get overridden. Like, as I said, monk has the best strength yeah. sort of thing. So if you make a monk, you don't really have to worry about the strength specifically. But then passives, like the ninja's ability to do wield or the monk's ability to counterattack, I think that's one of them, that gets transferred over as well. So you can, make you can like, make, like, an amalgamation of, like, the strongest passives and, and abilities, which is amazing. Yeah, or and, just master them all and have the perfect being, cars. Yes, exactly. That's <laughs> why I have to do that for the achievements in this version. So. Sucks a little bit, but well, I say it sucks because after this, I'm playing seven remake, and I really want to play seven remake. Not that not that I'm not enjoying five. It's just like, you know, I, I just I, I'm also looking forward to seven. That's all. Mm. But uh, yeah, I've been playing through that, so I think that's like about the halfway point of five because we're about halfway through the second world of three worlds mm. we got 
Bart's World, Galoof's World, and the Merged Worlds, which was the original world. So, yeah, uh, I've been playing through that. I'm going to be continuing that tomorrow. And then I'll be playing through FNAF on Friday. And then on the weekend, on Saturday, I want to have a weekend stream. I'm probably going to play through and try and beat the Bahamut DLC. I only had one stream of that so far. I want to do... I, I, need, I, want, to, uh, I want to fight the Warrior of Light as Jack. So, we'll see how that goes. We f you fight him once at the very start of the DLC, but you can't lose the fight. That's the first thing you do, is the cutscene continuation from uh, the very end of the game, of the base mm. game. When the original Four Warriors of Light, like, just about opened Garland's door, and he's, he's sitting on the throne. Yeah. And that's how it ends. Like, you, like, like, like they open it up, and, like, you see their outlines. You can tell which one's which, but that's that's all. But now you actually get to see, like, the FF1 Warrior of Light from, uh, you know, from his original design. I think his original design came from, like, like not pictures, but, like, actual, well, I guess it would be a picture. But, like, actually, like, showcasing it to the public would be, like, the front cover of the PlayStation 1. Final Fantasy Origins game was it called yeah. Origins one and two Origins yeah. I believe so yeah so I think that like that's that's what everyone pictures as the Warrior of Light from Final Fantasy one so you fight that version of him yeah and it's I'm like at, at first I'm like oh I forget the controls oh I'm dead oh I have one HP and he hit me and I didn't die oh I guess you can't lose this fight so I kind of like just fucked around and I'm like oh I, I it's just a cinematic fight but now I have to fight him for real it's gonna be a pain in the ass Bahamut took me like two or three hours because these are like dark soul level bosses and you have to do it on the ultimate difficulty as i mentioned last time the bahamut difficulty that's like beyond the chaos difficulty that unlocks at the end of the game so there's five difficulties so I, I, it's probably going to take me just as long but I'll, I'll i'll get through it and yeah that's about all i've been up to so oh we watched uh we started uh watching Yu-Gi-Oh again we're doing the filler between season one and two i i think that's correct right I think season one is Duel's Kingdom, season two is Battle City. So we're doing the episodes between those. Yeah, I don't remember if this arc is in the manga. I don't remember how much of the manga I own. So it may be filler, but yeah, it's basically, is if you want to call it filler, in between the main arc. So it's Rebecca and I, and then the first digital, uh, I guess, encounter. <laughs> If you want to call that, where you first kind of meet the big five, but I think only a couple of those designs of them are reused later on. So the big guy and the, um, and the, what do you call it? The guy with glasses, who's their um, legal assistant. Or he kind of looks like a legal guy. Like the tall, skinny guy with the glasses. He's a judge man in the later one. Oh, yeah, he's part of the big five. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I just yeah. mean, like, the, those two designs, they carry over. But the other ones he's shown in the background... I think aren't the are the big five because I did see like a short fat guy who's the penguin guy. Yes, <laughs> penguins. <laughs> Wait, was, was that your penguin? Like the, uh, Yu Gi Oh, the, abridged. The, He's like, mm, oh, penguin. No, I can't remember oh, how. Okay. How Yu Gi? How uh, not Yu Gi? Fucking a little yeah. Kribo does it. Oh, little Kribo. Okay. How he does the uh, penguin guy's voice, and <laughs> how he's obsessed with. Teenage girls and penguins. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I mean that's something we've we've talked about throughout while we're watching the shows. I think well, no, I think I know they've censored a lot, like the whole like finger gun thing. Yeah, and even the big five. I remember in the in the dub, they're like, oh, you know, he's like, Kaibo's talking about them. He's like, yes, I fired them or something like that. And now this one's a little more sinister, right? It's like they're gonna get their brains trapped at the end of what we're watching. I'm assuming they're gonna get their minds trapped in the cyber world because they're gonna take control of the 
five-headed dragon, and that's how come they're going to be trapped in there. The heroes will escape, and then the second time they go back into the world is like they're the big five's revenge. Yeah, they, they're probably trapped in there, right? Yeah, and but that's it, when they develop their new personas and stuff like that. And, yes, <laughs> and, and Noah for some reason, who's Green Guard like, Kaiba. <laughs> yeah, that's me putting things together because in the English version, it's like they did this first adventure and like everything was okay, and yeah. then all of a sudden they're like the, the, the big five challenge you. They never explained in the English version why the Big Five are also in the cyber world and they need, and they need to take over the, the, the kids' bodies. They never explained that yeah, properly. Yeah, but they need their bodies to get out because their bodies are right. probably gone the, somewhere. Yeah, the, the bodies even... The, yeah, unless if they're like extensively on life support this entire time. I think Kaiba just would got have, rid of them. Yes, hired their, his their bodies are... <laughs> Their, their minds are intact, but their bodies are long dead. So whether you, if you consider that dead or not, that's kind of up to you, the individual. But yeah, like their bodies are gone. Their minds are only living because they're cybernetic. Be like, uh, is it Kusanagi? Is that her name? Uh, the major from Ghost in the Shell. She's basically just, just memories now. <laughs> so, you know, like uploading yeah. herself so much into the, into the internet that you just lose your real body. <laughs> it depends on your viewpoint of it right i i don't think yeah it's like the same idea of cloning is cloning or yeah. teleportation in star trek exactly i was about to mention that too <laughs> oh, yes shit. there's actually a couple episodes where <laughs> yeah. that is actually the the actual characters in star trek like they, this gets brought up because one character like a guest character on the, on, the, on the episode they're like i don't like transports or transportation why because and like he kind of like gives his philosophy so let me get this straight transport technology does this it kind of takes your atoms away puts it here and re re puts you back together in a different location. Do I have this correct? We're like, yes, that's how transportation technology works. And he's like, so what, what tells you that the person who goes is the same person who arrives? Cause it could just like be taking your molecules and making a new you, not actually the same you, you know, it, it's, 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 it's a very complicated. And yeah. kind of deep, Do you see that episode of Star Trek? Uh, I don't remember which gen it was. The one with the female captain. Or they oh, transported Janeway. two people, but they got merged together upon yes. re-entry. Yes. And she Neelix. forced them to become separate again, even though the being said, don't kill me. <laughs> yep. Yes, that's exactly. And that's why I love Star Trek, because they, they don't shy away from that stuff. Yeah, that was the episode on Star Trek Voyager with uh, yeah, Voyager. Tupac. Uh, not Tupac, oh my god. What's his name? Tupac, Tupac. yes. It's Tupac not Tupac. and uh, X-Pac <laughs> and... Uh... <laughs> No, it's Sneak Neelix. Dog, we're also there. <laughs> Neelix, and what's his name? Uh, what's the Vulcan's name? I don't remember. I, thought... I haven't watched oh, a lot of that. See, I watched more Next Gen than anything. I, <laughs> so... I need to look. This is gonna bother me. I've I've watched most Star Treks, not all of them. This is. I need to. I need to find the main cast. This is gonna bother me now. What's yeah, I name? haven't seen that whole episode. I saw most of it. I think on YouTube, that one episode. I heard people talking about it of the. Uh, forced uh, i guess fusion if you want to call it that <laughs> so yeah. but yeah there's also the, the episode if you, if you remember in uh, next generation where picard and three women including Whoopi goldberg's character mm. um and kikio which is uh, miles o'brien's wife they all get transported and become younger children i it sounds familiar but i also don't know if i've seen that one it's because so I can't remember why around me. Sorry. I can't remember for sure if I've seen that one or not. <laughs> so 
they find out eventually that uh, the a plant that they found on the alien world has very very unique properties and that it doesn't age. Is this and for how, some reason, uh, when they transport with it, it kind of gives its properties to them to the and makes them younger. Is it is this how come Vegeta's brother hasn't aged in like thirty years? I don't know because he's definitely not Vegeta's brother. <laughs> I can't say. Did you, did you ever watch that fucking special? Tuvok. Tuvok. That's Tuvok. I knew his name was Tu. That's why I called him Tupac. It's Tuvok. <laughs> That's his name. Tuvok. Okay, that was gonna bother me. That that's gonna bother me. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just asking. Did you ever watch that special where they bring fucking Vegeta's younger brother? Yes. His I brother looks like he's like few. fifteen years old, and Vegeta's forty or fifty years old at that time. Like, it's no way you could be his fucking brother. <laughs> Yeah. Does it matter what you tell me? Your pa Vegeta's parents died when he was six. <laughs> it's one of those things that we everyone knows, including Akira Toriyama, that had Dragon Ball Super not existed, this would not be a thing. Because it doesn't make sense. But now, because of Dragon Ball Super, they're pushing the limits. Oh, by the way, Goku had two brothers. Vegeta had one brother. You know, it's like, <laughs> oh, God. It's like, I think you guys it... <laughs> said that there's only two Saiyans left. Well, I guess four with Nappa yeah, and Raditz. Yeah, it was really weird now, in Dragon Ball Z that Vegeta would not mention his brother. <laughs> like, you know, did he just not know he existed? Because I think Vegeta's character arc at the beginning makes more sense if he was an only child and how his father treated him, right? And it's all, <laughs> you know? I am the prince of all saints. Well, okay, yeah. but this person's also the prince of all saints. Yeah, technically. <laughs> did you not know about them? <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, Princes don't rule, so kings do, for example, or queens. But, like, if you're a prince, and your brother's also a prince... He, I'm, sorry, I'm one of like, two princes of all Saiyans. Exactly. exactly. Like, that doesn't roll off exactly. the tongue very good, but... Exactly. I don't like that they fucking mention Vegeta's brother in Dragon Ball Super. I'm like, is it? That's not real! <laughs> and Vegeta, despite killing Raditz, does care about preserving the Saiyan race, because he's like, once he does, he's like, you know, their fight on Earth, Goku, why don't you join me and take Raditz's place? Remember him saying that? Yeah. He does. He does concern, or he does care to a point. It's, yes. it's not a very high point, but to a point, he cares about conserving the race. So yeah, until you are useless to him, which yeah. <laughs> you know. He even told Nappa to stop fighting Goku because he knew he was going to lose. But then Nappa just disregarded him, tried to attack uh, <laughs> Gohan and 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 uh, and fuck Krillin. So Krillin. he he went he went Kaioken and kind of crippled him. Yeah. So well, he's useless after that. If that is, if if only Vegeta knew about sensu beans, they could have fixed Nap up real good. Mm. <laughs> you didn't have to kill him. <laughs> I yeah. mean, which which movie? I think it was a non-canon movie. There's a movie where the villains come back from hell, and Veg and Radzis was like, "You're gonna pay for killing me, Vegeta." That's the like... um lost uh, movie. It was it was remade and packaged with a Dragon Ball movie that was on 360, I think. But it's hmm. the, uh, the plan to defeat the Super Saiyans. Okay. Or the plan remember... to defeat the Saiyans or something. And yeah, they brought they brought uh, Raditz back. I think Nappa came back as well because he had to fight Vegeta for some reason. You know, because he killed him. Uh, Lord Slug, I think, came back. And Frieza. They brought back a whole bunch of villains. Okay. Cell. I, but they uh... were fake versions of them. I don't remember which movie it was, but there's a movie uh, on the Xbox 360 Connect game, yeah. like the Dragon Ball fighting game. One. Oh, and 
and uh, I remember playing it a couple of years ago, or maybe three years ago, two or three years ago during COVID, because in Ontario here, there's a certain point, I'm, probably the same for you guys, maybe not, but there's a certain point where it was against the law to go outside, almost if, if it's for an essential reason. So, so you know, for like to get groceries, to go to work, to get to go to a health appointment, that sort of thing. Or if you uh, had to go to work. Yeah, I, I said that already. But yeah, it was like against the law to be out. Like you know, if you have to walk your dog, you have to walk your dog. But, like you can't just like have a stroll, scroll for no reason. Stroll, wow. You can't have a stroll for no reason. You have to. So I'm like, okay, well, let me exercise. I haven't played this game for 360 Connect. Let me try it out. So yeah, basically, it's a lot of like this, like punching yeah, the Connect. I'm doing like motions, like like acting special moves. I'm like, yeah. it is so good. I found it fun. I, I'm not saying it was a good game. I, all I'm saying is it was fun for me because it kept me active at least. I, I I worked up a sweat. It took like 15 minutes to work up a sweat, but it happened. So, yeah, after an hour playing that game, I'm like, ooh, okay, I, I need to take a break actually. So it was pretty fun. But yeah, uh, I think that was included. So yeah, I was watching. It. I think it was in break. that one. So <laughs> that or that or it was or it's Goku's father becoming a Super Saiyan. One one of the two. I don't know. I think only one, which was that one, was packaged with a video game. So I'm pretty sure it was that one. Yeah. I might uh, be wrong. I don't remember. I, I, I don't remember either. It's not a big deal. But yeah, I guess we can move on to the gaming news because I am done, more or less. So, yeah. not Again, we have a slow news week, which yeah. is fine with me. I'm not oh, going to complain the, too much. They announced uh, Garou, Mark the Wolves 2 at EVO. They're finally doing a sequel to it. Lots of people love the first game and it was supposed to be made like a while ago, but they like canceled it. They had like a short, like twenty second trailer. I saw like Max's uh, Maximilian his reaction to it as he was fangirling over it. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. I didn't understand what it was at the time until you said it right now. So, oh, Garo is just the same as Fatal Fury. Is that just a different it name? It's in the Fatal Fury universe, is it the, I think, I could be wrong that Garou was supposed to be the last one in the storyline, and so, I think. Is it a fighting game itself, or yeah, is it just? Yeah, it's a fighting game. Okay. It's so just, it's just a spin-off. Yeah, it it was, I guess, kind of a spin-off, or whatever. It was supposed to, like, kind of end, I think, maybe some people's stories, or something like that, or just to have a time jump. I could be wrong. I don't remember who's all in the game, but they were supposed to be making a sequel at some point, and then that got cancelled. And now they're, they've are they re-announced it again. So, hopefully this comes out this time. Yes. Yeah. It is it's good. good. Lots of people yeah. liked Goro and think of it as one of the better uh, games from those guys. So, Watching Street Fighter at EVO this week or well, this past weekend I, I realized something is you know street fighter 5 i think everyone knows on release was like a very bare bones game and it was seen as a cash grab they're like oh we have like i don't remember how many characters like eight characters let's say for example and we'll add them more later which they did but like and then they add characters and then they added oh here's the season pass one two three four and each season pass with like five different characters so they just released not not like just but like the last character to, to, to uh, get released which i think is the last character for street fighter 5 is a character, brand new character called Luke. And we saw him in the trailer for Street Whoa. Fighter 6. Right? Luke is like their poster boy for Street Fighter 6. They, they kind of tried this for Street Fighter 3 when they kind of, as I said before, like did the whole generational gap. Yeah. They're like, yeah, Ryu's no longer the main character. 
this is Alex. He's like a big wrestler <laughs> who's like half of half of Zangi's replacement, the other half being Kugo, as I mentioned also yeah. as well before. And like, you know, he has like command grabs and throws and all that. But like no one really liked Alex. So like in Street Fighter 4, like, okay, we're going back to Ryu as our main character. Now they're trying to do it again with uh this new brand new character called Luke, which is he I think a lot of people consider him to be the most at least that's what one of the commentators, James Chen. I think it was James who said uh, Luke is like in Street Fighter Five, one of the strongest characters right now, which makes sense because if if they if you want a brand new character to be the poster boy of your next game, which is coming out, but the time the next Evo comes out, then you want them to be powerful. So yeah, Luke is like the brand new poster boy. But even though in the trailer they show Ryu and Luke, yeah, <laughs> again with so it's it's interesting to see how they'll go with this. But uh... I don't like Luke. <laughs> I don't like I... his side. I don't. I don't know much about him. I know like his special moves is like he punches or something, or like it goes almost the whole screen. Like his, like not not his fist, but like the punt, like force of the punch goes almost the whole screen. So, yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. But I don't. Ryu will always be my main. I've I've always enjoyed playing with him since Street Fighter Two, and I played Street Fighter One with that whole, uh, was it the twenty fifth anniversary collection for Street Fighter? I'm like, oh, this is Street Fighter One. I think I showed you. But their voice acting that yeah. is so hilarious, and it looks like when he fights the god, it looks like the way he smiles at you. It looks like he farts into the room and he knows. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> oh, it's the art and the voices are so bad, but it's 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 like a Super Mario Brothers movie. It's so bad, it's good. You know what I mean? It's so good because of that. But yeah, uh... <laughs> the first Street Fighter was not. A good... Uh, you didn't like it? <laughs> well, I loved it because it wasn't a great game. But objectively, it was not a good game. But uh, yeah, um, I don't know where I was going with this. But anyways, we can move on to the new stories, unless if you have something else to add. Uh, we want to something that is kind of a fighting game news. Okay. So apparently, Super Punch-Out, like the Punch-Out game on Super Nintendo, apparently there was like some, I'm I'm guessing it was a dev mode thing left in that some people found out that you could activate like a two-player mode kind of in the game doing some weird button combinations on both controllers and you can have the second controller take control of the opponent <laughs> which yeah. is really really cool i don't know people have gotten this to work on the switch online version of the game so it's still it's not like it's a console thing only like for some reason only the super nintendo's like are the the guts of the Super Nintendo make it work? It's actually just programmed in. So, yeah, it, <laughs> that's it's pretty surprising that okay. So this game released nineteen ninety four originally in the states. It's so that's like what not quite thirty years, but almost twenty eight. Twenty eight <laughs> and some change. No one has known this. Well, I, that's not true. No one. This has not been public information. Like. You would think someone would do a deep dive into the game's code and I see this, but no, no one has. So just to show you, like all these things being rediscovered or discovered for the first time and games are like 20, 30 years old. It's it's pretty funny how that works out. Yeah. Like oh. it, it just makes me think that this was like a dev thing that was actually left in, you know, so you could test out, you know, Mac or whoever the main character is. Cause I think they changed the main character in that one. They, you could test out like his supers or how well how quickly you could dodge in that and mm -hmm. to make sure so, that the opponent does what you want it to do right so <laughs> this is pretty interesting I, i'm just looking at this now 
apparently Super Punch Out came out originally in the States first. Well, I should say North America in 1994, then Europe in the next year, 1995. I didn't come to Japan until three years after that. Wow. In 98. That's weird. That's <laughs> that is very weird. It came considering out considering it's so a Japanese late. console. Yeah, like four years after the uh American release came out. So in ninety eight? Ninety eight weren't they fucking the uh N sixty four was out. I think so. Like for a few years at least. I think it came out ninety six, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. I know it was out when I was in high school and this would have came out when I was almost about to graduate, like a year before I graduate high school. <laughs> like holy yeah. crap. Yeah, they got it really late. Like it's like probably I mean, one of the last games in Japan on Super Nintendo to be released, yeah, maybe. And it's a good game, so I don't know why they're so afraid to port it back to Japan. It's not like there's a lot of talking or dialogue. Yeah, it's it is a boxing game, but it's also not really because you know it's Nintendo, right? They're not. It's not like a boxing sim game. Hmm. <laughs> oh, Nintendo's the developer and publisher for this, so it's a, it was yeah. an official Nintendo product since the very start. So why why not port it back to? Japan, that makes no sense. Oh well, not a big deal. Yeah, it's weird. But I thought this was kind of cool that people thought someone found this out mm -hmm. <laughs> like almost 30 years later that you could do kind of a pseudo co or multiplayer. Super <laughs> Punch Out is one of those games that you're not, you weren't necessarily excited to buy, but when you go to Blockbuster and rent it for the weekend, they're like, yeah, this will be like a fun weekend. Just play through the game, try and get through all the fighters. So then whether or not you do, you're kind of done. With the game like you have no intention of renting it a second time because you kind of seen most of the game already and it's more of the same so it was one of those games to me i yeah. i wouldn't have bought it when i was a kid and i could only like afford at the time like one or two games a year to actually purchase and own but for renting it was a really good game honestly yeah Very unique i'm too. pretty sure i've read to this a few times we didn't own a lot of super nintendo games like mostly whatever came with it and we might get one a year so you know it's the way it is but we never had i don't think we had punch out i don't believe so we didn't have a lot of the games that i really wanted so we mostly got like whatever was probably on sale so like donkey kong because donkey kong country is fucking awesome <laughs> and mario all-stars and stuff like that and you know mm. a lot of the ones that a lot of people would have had <laughs> so because they probably dropped in price or you know they were good so <laughs> there's yeah. no risk there you know if you look at old magazine ads some of the super nintendo games like when they just came out or like damn near like 90 or 100 dollars back in the day mm -hmm. so and with they inflation, were expensive <laughs> they would be like a lot more now than the yeah. 80 dollars they're paying yeah yeah it's insane when you think of it when you look at the ads in Go, oh, you know, this was like, yeah, he was like 80 bucks. Like, That's not that much. That's the same as now, but it's not quite I'm the like, same. No, and then, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm very much kidding when I say this, but then you're, you're like, oh, well, then what? Okay, so my parents weren't cheapskates after all. These just were insane prices, like they were saying all along, you know? But as I said, I'm joking. But yeah, uh, what was I going to say? Well, oh, as a you, kid, you... you have no value of money, really. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so... Uh, did you ever own, not play, own, uh, like Final Fantasy 4, 6, no. Chrono Trigger? No? Okay. No, no, no. I borrowed those from friends. That's how I was able to play them. And it's really hard trying to get through those games when you borrow it for a week, then give it back and yes. find out your save file's gone. 
So I never actually got to beat, like, I played through FF6 so many times it got near the end, but I could never beat it because I had to return the game to my friend. So that's one of the reasons why I played through it so many times because of that. And I've only beaten 6 once. I never, like, and that was the Super, uh, that was the PlayStation version of it. So. <laughs> the inferior version with loading times up for every battle. And yeah. for every battle. <laughs> but still, it's still Final Fantasy VI, though. So it the is. The story's still there. <laughs> but yeah, we never owned those ones. They were, probably would have been too much, or I could see the price of those ones not dropping. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Reasons for the for us not to be able to get them. <laughs> I, I, I rented Final Fantasy VI. No, sorry. I, 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 a friend said, here, you should play this game. He was actually my next door neighbor in, in, in uh, the apartment complex, complex we were living at at the time as a kid. And it was Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. And I beat the whole game and I gave it back to him. He's like, oh my God, you beat this game? I couldn't get past this one dungeon. It was the Falls Basin dungeon. I, I know you're probably not familiar with that, but like, it's, it's like in the second part of the game, there's like four different sections. Mm. There's like the focus tower in the center of the world. And yeah. then there's like four. Di- four different sections for each crystal. Uh, so in, in the second section, he's like, I can get through this dungeon. And I showed him how. He's like, oh my god. But like, it wasn't a long game. But then he's like, you should try this game, Final Fantasy VI. I, and he, he, you know, he's showing me the game. I'm like, wow, this is like so much different from this other Final Fantasy game you just had me play. Again, I realized Mystic Quest was a real real Final Fantasy game right yeah. at the time. <laughs> so it wasn't exactly public information. So, uh, And then he showed me the, the last fight with Kefka. I'm like, this is so... It, it, it's a feeling that still to this day I can't describe fully, and words don't do it justice. It was like a, a mix of feelings of like intrigue, mystery. It's like this is what the Super Nintendo is capable of. It's so it was so bizarre too. Fighting like if that's your first thing, seeing Kefka flying up, doing the rays of judgment across the world. Yeah, map. this is the first my this is my first impression of a JRPG. At, like in general, I'm seeing all this shit, and then all of a sudden there's like four fighters. You hear the weird music. All these commands pop up, sword tech tools. What the fuck is Blitz? You know? And then mm. there's a big fucking guy, then you kill him and they go lose on to the next boss. I'm like, is that how bosses work in these sorts of games? <laughs> like multi-tier <laughs> like, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like as a kid, especially, you don't have the capacity to understand these things. So and then he lent it to me. I'm like, oh, I want to play this. And then I gave it back to him. And then a couple of years later, I see him blockbuster. I'm like, oh, I want to rent this game. I remember and I I got I got to like the sort the magic tech factory and I had to return the game. And I tried renting it I think the next weekend. I'm not I don't remember if I got the same cartridge or not from Blockbuster. I don't remember if I had my save file or not, but I I do remember after this the second rental, you know, I was I was so excited about this game. I was talking to my mom about it and then I'm like, Yeah, this is the next game I want to buy. She's like, Okay, we'll get this game for your birthday. Is that okay? I'm like, Yes. So she went to Microplay and bought the game for me. It was used, but it came with everything it was it might as well have been mint it came yeah. with everything like instruction booklet like even like the super nintendo health and safety pamphlet things so i was pretty happy with that um yeah so that's my fall fancy six story uh that's how i got into jrpgs but yeah that was definitely that was definitely uh a start of the journey <laughs> and then the troubles began <laughs> yes uh so Next, I guess, kind of story. Where do we want to go? I guess we already talked about netcode for Dragon Ball and such. Mm-hmm. So, I guess Activision Blizzard, 
We'll talk about that big one. This one doesn't surprise me, but it is nice to see how much, like what the numbers are. Uh, so apparently, if people didn't know, they make a lot of money from mobile games, like almost more than 50% of all the money they've made this year or last year was off of mobile. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> so this is, um, people are suspecting, probably correctly, this is the reason why Microsoft wanted to buy Activision Blizzard. Mostly, not so much for the whole Call of Duty thing, but mostly for the, the mobile markets of games that they have in their pocket, which is apparently over half, over 50% of uh, their income is from just like, when you combine their PC games and their console games, it does not add up to the same, like it's less than the mobile games, yeah. like stuff like Candy Crush. Yeah, and... they own the King games. So. Yes. <laughs> I've never played Candy Crush. I've seen people play it for like a couple minutes at a time, but uh, definitely not my cup of tea. Not that there's anything wrong with puzzle games or whatever you want to call it. Connect three games, I think. Is that correct? Connect three games? I'm not sure what you call that yeah, genre, but... But yeah, it's it's made more so for the for the kind of casual gamer. I'm not trying to put down a negative like, connotation. I want to say it's like... one of the first big mobile games. One of not the, but definitely one of the big ones that you heard everyone's mom was playing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much everyone's mom and and Francis from YouTube too. If you if you know who that is. Oh, really? He plays that. There, one of his first skits was, uh, and this is when he was still like morbidly obese, and he was playing the Francis character. Mm. He was uh, in the chair, and like his wife was playing like his sister, you know, for, for, for the for the YouTube video. He's like Francis, I just got the phone bill, and it's like he's like playing. He's like, yeah. So, you, did you spend three hundred dollars on Candy Crush? <laughs> you know, so that's like that's the whole skit. Yeah. That's how like that's how. <laughs> Because of that skit is how I figured that, you know, Candy Crush is very, like, addictive, apparently, when it comes to the monetization for casual gamers. So the fact that, Chris, in 2022, they're still making $680 million, not not off just Candy Crush, but off, off of the, the mobile gaming market. Like, oh, my God. Like, that's, like, no wonder Microsoft wanted to make that purchase. I don't blame them. Like, they made eight, roughly 831 off of mobile and 680 of that was just the king games like it's not uh, it's not like Diablo Immortal or Call of Duty even though they're bringing in a lot it's pales in comparison to everything else that the king games section brings in itself it's I didn't think they <laughs> that they made that much bloody money that it's pretty much over 50% of everything they made this year was just on mobile and like 40 to 50% almost is just king <laughs> right yeah i mean is anyone really surprised mobile is making more money than uh console plus pc combined more like, i'm not like it does yet it doesn't because i didn't know that they owned king but now that i do know that i'm like no it doesn't make any it doesn't surprise me king has been well king of mobile gaming for a long time mm -hmm. <laughs> if yeah. you want to call it that or big money makers so and think think about this, like for those who are listening, like th just think about this, like stuff like Candy Crush is outperforming stuff like World of Warcraft and Call of Duty combined. Do you know how big those two franchises are? Like I'm not naming any other franchises. I'm we're just sticking to those two. 
Do you know just alone how big those two franchises are? And they're still making more money off the um, gaming market when you take other franchises from the console PC and add it to the to that same pool and mobile is still winning. Like, yeah. oh my god, that's I, I can't even fathom that, like how that's even possible. Usually I'm pretty good at putting myself in other people's shoes like 95% of the time, but I don't know. Like I've I've never got the whole let me spend a lot of money on my on my mobile game thing. Like I like the whole monetization. I don't know. Maybe it's just never worked on me. Yeah, so probably probably it, not. But... but a lot of people in general that play like mobile games sometimes they don't play any other games. That's their game. So I could kind of understand it from there. But also, I wouldn't spend money on a mobile game unless if it's. Well, actually, I haven't. I've never spent money on a mobile game. I'll buy. I'll. I'd rather pay full price for the game and have everything than. To nickel and dime me. So I I have spent money on mobile games, but I kind of every single time I was contemplating it, it took like a few days for me to come to that decision. And I knew, <laughs> I knew what I was getting myself into. I'm like, do you want do I, do to I have want... a bigger poke bag? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't like it wasn't. It wasn't like what's uh. There's a word for it, or like they tried to bite your wallet. What, what's that term? Uh, like. I... What what you just said qualifies, but there's a term for that. It's escaping me at the moment, but it wasn't a, it's it's called something tactic. Like scare tactic. It's it's not scare tactic, but you know, something like that. It's, it's a tactic where the, the, like they create a problem and then they sell you the solution. Like, Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. You don't have enough bake space. Yeah. Do you want to buy more? (laughs) Yeah. I don't remember what it's called either, but yeah, pretty much making a problem and give and selling you the solution. It wasn't one of those. It was for <laughs> one of those Marvel games online that you play with other players. It's mm. like, oh, do you want to purchase the Doctor Strange add-on pack or whatever? Like, where to like, get more characters or skins, something like that. Yeah, well, I, I, I generally wouldn't buy the game for just skins, but yeah, it was, it was like you can unlock all these missions and kind of like Doctor Strange and like the Battle Pass all with one price. I'm like, well, I am getting new. I am paying for like new content technically. They're not trying to like uh like do those tactics it's like mm. just selling you stuff that already exists in the game this is like new content that came out recently that they obviously worked on after release so i kind of figured that way it's okay it's it's no different from me buying dlc for games i own which i'd have no problems with most of the time yeah you know? i didn't understand that <laughs> so i have i think like like that's like the one mobile game i used to play a lot back in the day like not even that long it was like two or three months and i just got bored of it so yeah uh but yeah that's that's like it still surprises me i don't think it'll ever not surprise me and like how much money mobile makes not that it's making that much money but that it's outperforming console and pcs combined i will never i will never be able to understand that completely yeah when you could basically ask people for couple dollars here and there it'll add up eventually so that's that's the gimmick as opposed to like spending well nowadays like almost a hundred dollars for a game right (laughs) for a new game it's that hundred dollars is a lot to a lot of people right now but hundred dollars over the year if they spent you know a couple bucks here and there isn't that much (laughs) i just remembered the word monetization tactic when they have a problem and sell you they create a problem themselves and then sell you the solution so you would spend the money in the first place so that's why i stopped playing hearthstone i mean 
technically it's a mobile game, but when it came out, it was technically only PC. it's a card game. <laughs> oh, it is a card game. It's, well, no, well, you can't do anything else in that game. Well, I mean, in terms of like the collectability, how physical card games you, well, mm. you buy, uh, what do you call it? Packs. Pack, right? You buy packs or, of cards. And that's why I stopped playing because, like, for the first two years, I was very competitive. I had won a couple tournaments, actually. Yeah, well, I remember uh, you saying canceled a few times to do stuff because you're like, "Well, I got to do this tournament." Yeah, and and I even for me, like, you know, I I was a university student at the time. I'm like, I can't afford paying a hundred dollars for like sixty car packs every three four three to four months and not even getting the stuff I need. Like, literally. If you're spending $100, they should give you all the cards in that expansion, right? If you're spending $100 three or four times a year, that's like over the cost of a game, obviously. Even one purchase is over the cost of a regular game. Mm -hmm. So every time you buy a new, pre-order the thing and you get all these packs and portraits and card backs, yeah, but are you actually competitive? No. You actually have to play a hell of a ton. Like, like you don't have to buy the card packs. Free, free to play does exist, but you have to supplement that, or you have to like go free to play and just like play, 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 play. And yeah, that's all the game you play, then you can, can become competitive, <laughs> right? It's either spend money or spend time. Yep. Pick, pick your poison, right? So it's, I'm like, I number one, I don't want this to be the only cart, uh, the only game I play in general, just to be, just to stay competitive. Number two, I don't have to want to spend money because i'm trying to budget as a university student like i'm already suffering enough as it is i don't yeah. want to have you that. wanted to play that game because it was free to play now it's not free to play anymore oh technically it is free to play well you, you know what i mean if since you want to be competitive it is no longer an option or you spend all your time playing free to play yeah. to get the dust to get the cards which exactly isn't a choice it's not an option <laughs> so even back in the day like five six years ago I was like, you know what's Blizzard? Screw your, screw your monetization model on this game. I'm out. It's not worth it to me. Yeah, if, really you, not. if you're going to play, you'll try and do casual and try not to get sucked in, but will you risk it? <laughs> well, now there's new modes that came out. Right. Now there's like yeah, yeah. Battlegrounds mode where like you don't you don't use your cards at all. It's just like kind of like... Um, like a draft you know, system? Yes. Hmm. Except... It's a whole different game mode. It's like you know those those Dota games where like the auto battle. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah. what it's called. A auto battlers. So you, like you kind of pick your recruits, like sell, buy, combine them into into golden versions. Like yeah. if you, you get three copies, they combine into a golden version, which is more powerful. So that sort of thing. It's auto battlers. You don't need to spend money on. Although they have a season pass for just the auto battler version, oh, which gives you an do. advantage because <laughs> what because. Every time the game boots up, you guys you got a choice of two heroes out of like forty or fifty. But if you get the uh, the season pass, which only lasts like three months, you get three <laughs> it's not, it's, heroes. It's, you got <laughs> four some, heroes. Four heroes. Oh, you get to pick from there the pool of four heroes. And <laughs> yeah. if you're a free to play player, it'll show four portraits, but the two on the far left and far right will oh. be blocked. Yeah, just to show you, just to show you, it's there and say, you hey, you know, if you want these yeah. unlocked. You want the advantage of being able to pick more heroes, which could affect your MMR and your Do win you... rates. <laughs> How did you feel in, is it Marvel versus Capcom, seeing all the question marks and going, oh my god, all these characters are here, and finding out those aren't all characters, it's just there to make it look like a globe? <laughs> like, um, uh, which, there was, which... is it Marvel versus Capcom? There was a fighting game where there was like basically a globe, and it was a bunch of squares, 
and all the characters were on squares, but there was more squares than there was characters. So you would scroll around, and I think it would just like uh, there was like missing squares, and you'd think, "Oh man, there's all these characters here in this game," but they were actually just not there. Ah. I don't think it was Marvel versus Capcom because Which the first was one, it? maybe it, it wasn't was the first two because they didn't have DLC, and the third one. Only had Shuma Garath and Jill Valentine. I don't remember which game it was now, but I remember the light screen. But there was like a lot more squares than there were characters. But when you, because you would unlock characters in the game, but you'd think, oh man, there's all these characters I can unlock. And then you unlock them all. You go, what about all these extra squares? What are they here you for? Might, you might be thinking of Dragon Ball Fighters because that's what happened to me in that game. No, not thinking of Fighters. Okay. But that did they did do that in Fighters as well until you had all the characters, and I think they stopped doing that. But I now think... I still have, like, question marks because I don't own any DLC in that game. Yeah, if you don't have the DLC, <laughs> you know? it's, it's not there. But I just mean for the character select screen, even if you had all the characters, it still shows question marks or blocks that you think would be characters, but they're not there. They're just there to show, like, you know, kind of fill out the rest of the screen. But you're like... Placeholders. Yeah, and you're like... Well, what the hell? Why aren't these characters? I know there's nothing else coming out. This game's like 15 years old. I don't remember what game it was, but whatever. <laughs> I hate that feeling of knowing there could be something there and it's not there. So <laughs> These are just all tactics, you know, that companies use to kind of, you know, FOMO, fear of missing out, right? You want, well, <laughs> and people with OCD, you want every character unlocked, even though you bought 98% of them. Well, we're coming out with someone else. You have to buy them and, and, and complete your story. Well, that's, you don't want a I don't know. There, if, do you? I don't know if this game had DLC, if this game was out in that time, but it could have been. I don't, since I don't remember what game it was, I want to say it was like an MVC game, but I don't, I don't know fighting games that well. So. I know them pretty well. Not all of them, but right. uh, the ones I play, I do. If I could ever well. find the one I'm thinking of, I would try and show you a screenshot. Maybe I'm misthinking, but... Because Marvel vs. Capcom 2 did have a globe, but, yeah. that, but DLC didn't exist back then. Right, so. and I'm just wondering if I'm mis maybe misremembering the uh, globe, but I know other games have done it with DLC nowadays where they'll have the screen space, but not show you who it is. <laughs> Because yeah. uh, they want you to buy the DLC, or they'll show you the outline and say, "Go to the store to buy it." <laughs> like, no, mm -hmm. don't want to. <laughs> Shoving their product in your face, whether you want it to be there or not. <laughs> yeah, I get. I think it's, I think we're done with this one. Yeah, I think Chris. we are. Okay, all right, moving on. So, uh, yeah, I think we only have a couple stories left. Again, not really a heavy news week, but that's fine. Yeah, not for um, news we want to speak of. So this next story has to deal with Halo. This is something yeah. I've known about for years, but I've been no one really took it seriously. I've been following this since the, uh, I guess, Bounty was placed on it, since I watch a lot of Charlie slash Moist Critical's uh, videos. <laughs> yeah. So since this game came out, Halo 2 specifically, there was a challenge to, and, and someone put a price tag, they would pay you up $5,000. There was a challenge to beat Halo 2 on something called Lasso, which is, stands for Legendary All Skulls On. Not just that. That's not bad enough. You have to do it deathlessly, and you had to have recorded it. So yeah. I've done Lasso before for Halo Reach. I'm going to do the other ones because there's achievements attached to them. But man, that took like a solid week of like a lot of deaths, and it was terrible. <laughs> I was going to ask, uh, would you do this deathless, like to get the deathless, deathless? like a cred, <laughs> even though there's no achievement? 
<laughs> Halo 2, and like I, I played through all the Halo campaigns up until I didn't play through Halo 5, but I played mm. through 1, 2, 3, 4, and ODST. I played them all on Legendary, Legendary Solo, so by myself on the hardest difficulty. I didn't use Skulls, keep in mind. Yeah. But those campaigns, especially Halo 2, especially the first level, is considered some of the hardest campaign ever in the Halo game, especially the first level. That first level on Legendary, never mind Lasso, but just on Legendary, is a bitch and a half, let me tell you. You have to you have to abuse something called the noob combo because I tried to like for two days to not use it, but I was forced to use it. I know you don't play Halo, Chris, but mm. uh, you know, there's like Covenant weapons, which are mostly energy based. Yeah. And there are human weapons, which are mostly ballistics. Uh, fit, yes. So there's shields in the game, right? Mm -hmm. You have one, some, some, not all, but some enemies have shields. So, you know, surprise, surprise, energy weapons are better against shields and bullets are better against flesh. Go figure, right? Who does so like you it? have this. Yeah, you have to use something called a noob combo, which is basically just get like an accurate human weapon. It can be a pistol, it can be like an assault rifle, as long as the reticle is really small. Like the idea is to get headshots. But before that, there's a covenant weapon. It's like the most basic covenant weapon. It's like the equivalent of a of a human pistol. Um, but you can like it just shoots. Like you you, you can't hold it. You have to like rapidly tap it. It just yeah. like shoots shots. But if you do hold it, it charges up after like two seconds. And as you're as it's charging up, it's draining the battery. Right, it doesn't have bullets; it has batteries, and you can't recharge the battery. It goes from like a hundred to zero. Once it's zero, you have to toss it away because it's useless. So you you hold it and straining the battery. But if you release it, doesn't matter what the target is, and it has some heat seeking properties. If you release the bullet close enough to something and doesn't like you know like dodge it or like you know put some uh, like an object between you and it, it will knock off the shields of any other units in the game, guaranteed. So that's noob combo. You you do the overcharge, shoot the shields off, get the headshots. It's like yeah. literally a two-shot kill if you do it correctly. So you, I had to abuse that. I was trying not to, but there's literally no other way to be that first level on Legendary. I also abused like you know, some glitches and exploits, which I think this person would have. I, I know believe in the first level, so. Yeah. I don't think level, you, you go, I don't like, think behind where they spawn and just throw yeah. grenades. Like I don't think technically out of bounds stuff because I don't know if you can actually clip through the world, but you know, like, do you consider out of bounds when you're walking above certain train and that's where the devs have hidden like swords and soup and you know sniper rifles because they knew people would get there do you consider that out of bounds or not uh because you're technically I mean, not no clipping I, through but i mean you're also you're also not out of the, bounds yeah yes because you're out of bounds but... okay yeah, I mean, like, but, out of bounds just means out of bounds, right? Well, yeah, but the devs knew people would go there and they hid secrets up there for people to find. So yeah. it's like, is it out of bounds? Yeah, I guess it depends on the rules of who set up the, the challenge. But I guess most of this challenge was let without cheats and stuff like that. You put on all yeah. skulls, legendary, go through the entire campaign deathless. And no one had done it in, like, a few weeks or a month, whatever. So Charlie, like, years. Oh, but almost two decades. Charlie put up like, I a, a, like upped the amount and said I will pay two or twenty thousand for whoever yeah. could do it. And it took, I want to say that this was a few months, or whatever, of people just running through it, and it was finally done. I watched. I think the run was like six or seven hours. The guy uploaded on YouTube. I've I've gone through an hour and a half of it so far. Mm. <laughs> And a lot of it is waiting for certain doors to open or hiding and waiting for trying to bait the enemies to him so we could like I think he's either energy sorting them or he's 
rifle balling them. I don't know what he's doing because his weapon's invisible. I don't know what weapon is he has equipped. So he just it looks like he's just buttoned into them repeatedly till they die. Yeah, so one of the skulls disables your UI. Like, I don't think you can even see the Yeah, you can't pulled. see and, UI, and, and you can't see weapons, you yeah. can't see the enemies because they're like, cloaked. Or you can see their the... shimmer, but... <laughs> mm -hmm. Usually a level has checkpoints, of course, but when you're, when you're playing with an, the iron skull on, it removes all the checkpoints. So I know for the sake of the challenge, it doesn't matter, but if you die with the iron skull on, you start from level from scratch. It's not a big deal in co-op because you can just respawn off your partner as long as one of you plays safe and the other plays aggressive. It's not mm. that big of a deal. But when you're playing by yourself, you die, you're dead. Start again. Yeah, the guy so. who who managed to get this the first time, who did it, like was it last week? Whatever. It was uh, Jervelin, <laughs> like uh, kind of like Javelin, but Jervelin. I don't mm -hmm. know why, but yeah, he's the one who managed to get it on stream. So I guess obviously it makes sense that. You know, even if some people were, were able to do this before, like on the original Xbox, it makes sense now. I heard some people complaining it has to be like recorded. Like, no, it, it yep. makes sense for it to be live streamed. So you have that proof. <laughs> recorded stuff can be foobarred. We've seen that with yes. some classic games, how some we... people were foobarring their world records. Well, we just saw that like one or two months ago. It's Games on Quick. Remember the whole guy who. Uh who uh who pre-recorded yeah he had he had he did the he did metal gear one, one of them i think it was three or four and then he there's an incentive for twenty five thousand dollars, which got raised and met for him to do the dlc it's like a 10 minute the estimated time was 10 minutes he yeah. did it like six and a half and he's like oh world record but the, but that was just like he made that clip beforehand just to show people i think remember how we were talking about we didn't yeah. really understand his what he was trying to get at i think he was trying to get at like anyone can fake a record and he did it in front of everyone and then he kind of admitted to it after like a couple days just to yeah. say well no one caught me so i'm gonna come out red-handed and tell you guys i fooled you all i think some people did in the chat but because of chat scrolling by so fast it wasn't caught yeah exactly <laughs> exactly but uh but yeah like yeah uh there's also people like uh is it barn barn something there's some old like old old game where the world record uh holder for it it's like one where you fly a barn around or or a plane through barns and that uh, i think that world record could have been might have been faked as well the guy who's who was the world record holder of donkey kong or was it donkey kong jr oh that asshole uh i know his name uh, he what, apparently what faked as well yeah him and there's a few others like from back in the day and they had recorded their footage and you know submitted so it's the only way to do it back then and some people are looking at those going those look fake you know like i'm comparing them to a task running it right so billy mitchell billy and mitchell, that's the thing with billy mitchell was for the last few years he's i'm not kidding you he's been going after youtubers who make videos about how his, how his shit yeah. is fake. So whether, like, I'm not an expert, so I don't know. So apparently some people say it, it has been. I know his records that were struck from the records. Yes. Uh, by, then, um, was it double, double, double hit? No. Double helix? No, not, not double helix. Um, yeah, it's some, anyways, but long uh, yeah. story short, he sued them and put the records back in because they didn't want to be sued. <laughs> <laughs> but now for people like Carl... I don't know how to say his YouTube name. Uh, Carl Yodge. Carl, Carl Yodge. Hang on. And I, I, I need to. Yeah, I don't for you, know. But 
yeah there's like three separate youtubers and like they all were talking about um about billy mitchell and his fake records and showing evidence and then billy mitchell like sued them shortly thereafter two of them dropped and deleted the youtube videos because they couldn't afford the cost but this person is fighting it i will i'm trying to find the name now but i'm, I'm gonna I wanna once say, i see i'll let you know but i want to say i know the name but i don't know like i'm pretty sure i heard this a while ago that this guy was basically yeah basically his videos i highly recommend you follow, uh, not you but everyone follows him on youtube he makes some really really good youtube videos but basically he has to do with the speedrunning world that's where most of his videos are based mm. um and yeah he kind of co covers controversy so like if, if people are cheating or like you know if some unpopular decisions are made like he covered the metal gear revengeance uh controversy we just talked about in terms of the mods this is after games on quick yeah he, he submitted that same run as a world record run, as a fragmented run, and they accepted it. <laughs> so he his most recent video has to do with that, and like he's like, well, I don't really agree with the mods coming to this point of view, but he tried to interview the mods. One of them, the one he did interview, wasn't really even aware that this happened. So, hmm. yeah, it's... Uh... Oh man, I am not typing his name correctly. That or I'm... Here we go, I found him. Okay. Carl... I don't know how to say his last name. Carl Yops. So it's K-A-R-L space J-O-B-S-T. But yes, he is a uh, he covers a lot of uh, controversy when it comes to speedrunning. Uh, yeah, Billy Mitchell sued him four months ago. He's still kind of fighting it now, so he can't talk about it, obviously. But yeah, yeah, he, he's not the first YouTuber I follow that this is that uh, he got sued from. I wonder so. if Billy tried to go after. Um the uh nes punk because they covered you oh, know they cover country. a lot of yeah i wonder because they cover you know a lot of you know old older news and that's you know and they covered a lot of this stuff before that's where i first heard about it was from them you know the whole controversy with uh with uh billy mitchell and that so i wonder if he actually tried to go after them too because mm. they were talking about him saying no you, you can't do that <laughs> but yeah uh, oh, did I, did I ever tell you? Oh, I I know I told you I met the angry video game nerd and Mike. Yeah, day. yeah. But at the same table, they had Matt Contry. So Matt, Matt Contry? Yes, I I had him sign the. I bought a DVD off of him. I think it's like you know how he used to like make his own YouTube mm. series, kind of like James for a yeah. He, he does he videos to. here and there, but he hasn't yeah, done any in a to. while. Yeah, so <laughs> he's I bought apparently his first... behind on his videos. <laughs> I bought his first volume of the uh, I, I forget what his what the series is called, but like Pat the NES Punk or something like that. Yeah, I think if it was the uh, kind of angry video game nerd ish style, it was yeah, Pat yeah. the NES Punk. So <laughs> I bought his first DVD and he, he signed it for me. I'm like, cool. I met like all like the like the angry reviewer game people I've ever wanted to meet in my life and on the same day. Awesome. I like Pat. Pat's <laughs> yeah. cool, and so is uh, so is uh, James Ralph. I yes, really James. Really like what, uh, most of James's content there. <laughs> when I was like, by the way, the hour, like it was like two or three hours in line just, to, and I got there very early. Like he had a, he had a panel and he's like, okay, after the panel, I'm going to like be here. If you want to get my signature, I ran there and the, and like, I was like, I'm really proud of myself how quick I got there considering I'm really bad in, with directions in general. And it was still a two to three hour wait. 
There must have been people like, just waiting oh there that never God. went to the panel. Yes, just waiting for exactly. Him. Exactly. So by the time I got to him, I'm like, wow, James is actually like a really friendly guy because like there's like three people ahead of me. He's already like making conversation with me, like just like casual conversation, like just talk yeah. to me immediately. Uh, but I don't remember what it was from, like the most random thing. I'm like, yeah, but, like I said, hey, I'm a big fan of uh, the Massacre and all your content, like your Halloween content. The nerd obviously is like, oh, thank you. Thank you. You know, it's like, wow, he, this guy, like imagine how many times he has to do this. Like I have to wait two or three hours. He has to be there for like six hours, like signing all these people's autographs and taking pictures yeah it's like, a he, different thing and probably yeah, hearing the same thing over and over again it's like you know <laughs> but he yeah still took, he still took the time to talk to me and i asked him for a photo with james i think i showed you the photo we're all going like the avgn like <laughs> i can't believe a face you know with, with like our john the public yeah you know that sort of thing we're all doing that and mike's going like this to me for some reason <laughs> as uh <laughs> Is right? it Robbie saying like, just don't buy James a Rolling Rock beer? Yeah, exactly. I should have. I should have. I'm like, hey, hey, can the nerd come out? Here's a apparently. Rock, you know? I don't think I don't think he likes that beer anymore or at all. I, I probably not. He's probably sick and tired. Imagine how many takes he had to take. To I'm pretty thing. sure it's a water now that's in the oh, house. Now, yes, now. But those balls have to have come from somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah. James, very, very, very friendly guy. Like, whole, I couldn't believe how friendly he was. So, yeah. Thumbs up to James for doing that. But I also met, as I said, Mike and Matt. And then I didn't really, even at the time, because now there's a lot of controversy. I won't get into it because it's not what the podcast is about. But there's like a lot of controversy for the AVGN show and like the whole, the whole uh, New Wave media, or is it called Screen Wave? The people who kind of. Screen Wave? I don't know. Yeah. That. I know one of them or a couple of them was there, but I, I know, I know, what's the word I'm looking for? I know interest in even talking to them. Not that I hate them or anything. It's just like, yeah, I don't really like what you guys are doing, so I'm gonna pretend you don't exist. And I'm not gonna be rude about it either. Look at the guys who are on the so. podcast and doing like the movie reviews with them. Was it Justin? I don't remember. Just, yeah, the Justin and the in the crew. Yeah, Justin is is like the the chunkier guy, right? Or am I thinking I, of someone else? I don't remember. I haven't seen their stuff in a while. But okay, yeah, but, uh, they were doing some stuff on AVGN. <laughs> Justin was there, and I kind of like had no interest, honestly. So it is what it is. But yeah, I, as I said, I met. I met. I don't know what we were originally talking about. How we got to this point? We're talking about Halo. <laughs> yeah, we just said uh, Ramblet. Yeah. So um, yeah, he met the challenge for twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he did. <laughs> That's yeah, the story. But yeah, uh, he. I was watching the guys uh, run as he was doing it, and he said that he's still going to keep uh, running the uh, the game, and uh, maybe. Do, or if someone else had beaten him, he wouldn't care. He would have continued to go through it and try and beat it because he likes the challenge of trying to do it. According to him, he's yeah. done like almost every challenge in the Halo games. So he likes just running it. <laughs> and that's the mindset you have to be that crazy to do something like this. You have to like not do it for the money. He wasn't doing it for the money. Maybe it motivated him, sure. But like he wasn't doing it specifically no, no. He, for that. He, he, he says he's got a good job that he really likes doing that uh you know obviously pays for everything beforehand like he does streaming as a as a side thing just for fun so mm -hmm. the money didn't mean anything to him <laughs> that, he would have done, he would have been doing the challenge even if there was no money <laughs> probably that you, so <laughs> yeah that and you mentioned that he was already doing this stuff anyways yeah like you, you said he did all these challenges yeah he does already. a lot of those types so. of challenges and halo and stuff like that mm -hmm. so he says he would have kept on doing it even if he never 
beat it, then if someone else beat him, he would have kept doing it. At least from where I've gotten in his video. I've still got like five hours to get through it. Because I want to see the ending. I want to see the pop off at the end. Like, you know, when they finally get through it all. <laughs> so. Yeah. And it helps that he knows what he's doing because you're, excuse me. As you were saying about how he was like hiding in the corner and like manipulating the AI to come yeah. to him or something. So so like, there's already. lots of points where the AI walk up because he's hiding behind the corner, like, oh, there's something over here. And but they get closer and then the AI can't see him. He goes, Oh, okay, it turns around. As soon as it turns around, he starts hitting them in the back of the head. And then he runs off in in something. Like there was one part in the in the run where he's waiting for like 10, 15 minutes waiting for a door to open because he's like it's just easier to wait here and for the trigger just to open the door for me and then as soon as it opens he makes a beeline for it and says i hope i get in and not snipe before i get through this door like i did three times yesterday <laughs> so when he managed to get in I'm like well <laughs> gg <laughs> so yeah, it's no, it's no, been no. entertaining and he's the runner himself is uh is pretty good with chat like he's trying to say his talkative as he can and chats also there you know talk them up and stuff so it's it, it's been a, a, a decent run so far but it is as i said like almost seven hours so it, it's a long run trying to get through halo 2 in one sitting yeah the only other thing i want to add to this story is that um a lot of people saying it wasn't possible up until now not not because they couldn't believe it but just because of the difference between the two versions of the game. So there's the Master mm. Chief collection and there's the original hardware collection. But so there... on the original go ahead. Oh, go on. I was gonna say there is a way to do it. It just takes longer to set it up. That's what I was gonna say. Okay. Yeah. So on the original Xbox, every time you boot the console on or even the game, well, one of the two, you have to recollect all the skulls. Mm. In the new versions of the games, there you can pick them up for achievements, but you don't need to because the option to do lasso is already there if you wanted to from the get go. Because mm -hmm. yeah. how how the game was originally designed, and up until the Master Chief Collection, every game kind of followed this formula. Was um, you find the skull, you get the option unlocked. If it's on the original Xbox, you, it doesn't stay unlocked. But if it's on the 360, one of those Halo games, starting with Halo Three and onwards, then it would just permanently be unlocked. But you had to unlock it yourself first mm -hmm. by uh, picking up this skull. So yeah, so considering this is Halo Two on the original Xbox. I'm not sure. Do you know if he's playing on the Master Chief Collection? I would imagine. I believe is. it is Master Chief Collection because he's yeah. not going to keep replaying exactly that. And <laughs> I mean, like you, could, not you, but someone can make the argument. Yeah, you can just do that every time. But I would say no, you shouldn't because on the original Xbox, eventually, if you're going to leave your Xbox on, it's going to wear out, or you're wasting like an hour of your day or. or play session every time just yeah. if, you, if you're gonna do it on the original xbox i'll put big air quotes there just emulate it and have a save state after all the skulls are collected it's pretty much I'm the same sure. thing that master chief collection is doing mm -hmm. but I, it differs i can say because i i have uploaded a couple of my scores to speedrun leaderboards and every game is different but a lot of the games do not allow save states right. for any but, reason even even to save time before it runs like oh, oh yeah let me just like right. do this i, I can understand it, that you know? but this is for a challenge and not a speed run thing so you yeah. know, <laughs> I think that might be a little different. And considering the circumstance that so you have to play through most of Halo 2 just to get all the skulls, then back out and then restart it on Legendary, right? That would be kind of... How long would that be? Like, how long of a run would that have to be then? Like, 
since it depends on the game but some halo games you can only collect the skulls on legendary difficulty you can't that's like put true on easy. as well yeah so again when i say it'll take like an hour of your day that's like being optimistic about it you know yeah yeah so but it's took a while i remember charlie putting up lots of update videos of you know well it looks like it's gonna be one of these three three runners and then you know and talk about the updates of the, as, as they're getting through you know what parts they're stuck on so it's mm-hmm. really interesting to just keep following charlie's journey through this now i'm, I'm gonna watch the uh, final run yeah uh, uh, let us know next week how that goes i don't know if i'll be done next week i'll watch a little oh, bit okay. here and there sure. <laughs> while sure. trying to do other stuff all right but, well one more sto- <clears throat> one, one more story, story. this like is this is more humorous than anything but yeah. We were talking about this, The Sims 4, and I said that there was like an update that had come out or, or an expansion. Apparently, it was an update that like added in like a few, you know, things here and there. It also added in the, uh, what do they call it? The want system or need system. Basically, the Sims will tell you, oh, you know, I want to become, the, you know, a famous artist. So that would be a goal for them to achieve in their life, right? Or, you know, I want to, you know, hang out or go on a date with this person they added that in it seems far and apparently uh they didn't add in the relationship charts into the characters into this so you'd have you know children saying i want to have i want to have relationships with my father or a grandmother saying i want to have relations with my grandchildren and uh yep yeah it's like uh something tells me that either someone has Someone working there has a kink, or this is a bug. It was definitely a bug. The guys, as soon as they found out about it, it at on the Sims like forums and stuff like that, like yeah, we know about it. We're fixing it. (laughs) Yeah, accident. Whoops, accidental incest in Sims Four. Yeah, (laughs) I never. From when I was watching a few people playing Sims Four since this update came out, I hadn't seen this happen. But it would have been so so funny to see this happen in someone's stream. (laughs) because <laughs> of the potential of the uh, uh of what could happen you know just mm-hmm. for the hell of it but yeah oops oops accidentally not safe for work all of a sudden yeah accidental not safe for work yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah it's just a, a quick little thing i'm pretty sure it's been updated or it's gonna get patched out patched up real soon here because it got patched already okay yeah i assumed it takes yeah. a new the up uh, the uh thing here was saying yep we know about it and i'm sure that patch will be out soon i would assume this wouldn't be a big fix but because it just seems like it was like just the relationship chart thing was missing <laughs> yeah but yeah oops <laughs> yeah oops yeah oops indeed but uh yeah i think that wraps up another week for us chris Once yeah I think so. else. no no I, I think i'm done i think that's okay. it for me uh you guys could catch me on twitch at uh, prince underscore kaboom i might be on earlier this morning like the next night or a few days whatever i'll again try and do a bit more lunar maybe do more arts i'm going to try and do some of the art like off stream as well just to get it done if i come up with ideas for yeah that's emotes. something we didn't talk about your first affiliate stream uh you spent it making an emote essentially no i thought i said that if not whatever but yeah i was doing one of my emotes big tentacle heart because <laughs> i think a lot of my emotes right now are going to be like the uh ultras my, not ultras definitely not a ripoff of Ul- ultras. not not ultras tm my 
pervert squid boy <laughs> that I'm kind of putting on my channel as my character. So that's what I'm doing. Do and you see it. him as your character? Like that's who you are? Yeah, kind of. I haven't okay. given him a name, but I assume I'll just call him Prince. <laughs> or, or here, here's a name. Not, no, shit. I didn't say it correctly. Naltros, like not Altros. Yeah, I got Naltros. it. No, no, I don't like that. I think <laughs> no, it's okay. just going to be the character of me in in the fantasy world. Like if I also have a VTuber, that would be me. And then I'll have another version of that where it's more like a Cthulhu. You know, like with the tentacles coming down off the face, but it'd be a huge rip buff body. Because of course it has so, to be, and he's doing muscle poses as well. Like if side... a mind flare took over a bodybuilder. Yeah. Or like some Yeah, okay. We can see that. Or something like that. We'll see. But like if, if I also have a VTuber avatar, it would be that. Or it would be like the chibi version of him just being the squid. So that's probably what I would do. I think that's kind of what I've decided on. But yeah, I'd be doing more Lunar. We got past a part in the game where I guess the first huge uh, bit of story dropped. Like, you've seen the bad guys show up. And now we're on to another part of the story, I believe. I'm not going to say what happens because I think I remember what happens. But yeah, we're continuing on. We're going to try and find out who these people were and what they want and such because they're they're doing bad things and kidnapping kidnapping women so we gotta find out why and we'll continue that with maybe some art in between here and there but yeah we'll do that on my twitch and twitter at c shebang that's c s c h a b a n g if you just want to see follow for updates or you know posts that i like and and other things like that i don't know I'm there if you want. <laughs> and uh, Sean, where can they find you? What are you going to be up to? Uh, Twitter and Twitch at the same handle, Zorb underscore Zex. I kind of uh, already mentioned earlier, but uh, yeah, this week for tomorrow, I'll be playing uh, Final Fantasy V, Friday, some FNAF, on the weekend, Strangers of Paradise. Uh, Final Fantasy Fives will be my main game. I stream a lot of JRPGs. I love to talk to chat, so feel free to drop by. Did and you? I've I have really good emotes if you want to sub to me. Have, have you been doing the Five Nights at Freddy's games on Friday? Yes. So, so it's Five Nights at Friday's? Or Friday Nights at Freddy's? I guess. I guess. But like, <laughs> well, Friday nights aren't my best viewership anyways. And I kind of, I wanted to have like a Freaky Fridays or like a, you know, that sort of thing. Like just do a scary game on, on the same day of the week. I just, having to pick friday just because oh, okay. <laughs> why not why not because like friday night people are you know my regular audience is like doing other things you know the weekend just begun so like of course they are right and i'm streaming late at night too i don't want to play scary games when there's daylight out but typically i do try and stream when there is daylight out generally but not mm. not not for fnaf games because i'm trying to be scared like i'm not sure if you like i know you've been lurking but i'm not sure if you've actually been like watching some of, some of my FNAF streams on Fridays in terms of like I don't really get jump scared. I'm trying I'm trying to put myself in the atmosphere like dark lights, you know, nighttime. I'm trying to make no, it very no spooky. I'm trying to, but I just don't get jump scared. So yeah, that's that's why I'm doing it that way. All right, makes sense. Yeah, and I guess that's it. 
for us. Yep. Well, guys, thank you for tuning in or listening, whichever one it is for you. And I guess we'll see you next week. Take care, yep. guys. Take care, everyone.